growing your business doesn't have to be difficult. It's all about mastering a few key techniques, systems, and mindsets. Welcome to Foot Traffic, the podcast dedicated to helping you grow your local business. I'm your host, Stacey Tushel. I've been an entrepreneur for over 15 years, and I own multiple seven-figure businesses. Together, you and I are going to get you more customers in the door, more profit in your pocket, and more happiness in your home. Let's transform your business starting right now. All right, before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know I'm going to be doing a free workshop live training series where you can master the techniques that will dramatically increase your traffic. We're going to be diving into a social refresh, how to stop the leaks in your business, how to boost your sales with 24-7 revenue and the magic of compounding. Then to end the series, it's how to get it all done. Sign up and grab your workbook at stacytushel.com forward slash workshop, and I'll see you inside the live training series. Hey, you guys, welcome to Foot Traffic. So excited to have you back for another episode. Today, I'm going to be sharing my five biggest takeaways from Russell Brunson's Funnel Hacking Live. So if you've heard of ClickFunnels, it is a funnel software system that we specifically use in both my brick and mortar businesses and my online business. And it's just the software we use. I'll kind of, I actually won't get into too many details of why them versus the other ones, right? There's many out there, but that's the one that we use. So I I came to this conference looking for strategy. And the good news is whether or not you use ClickFunnels, you can definitely get some big takeaways, okay? I know you guys love these episodes where I can just give you fast, like tangible little things and share my biggest takeaways. And the last one I did like this was released on Christmas Day, and it was 10 things I won't repeat in 2020. Definitely listen if you haven't already. It's a good one to check out after this episode, okay? The fastest way to learn is to learn from other people's successes and failures. So anytime you see something like this and it can save you time and money, always say yes, take some notes, learn from it, okay? Uh, Before we jump right in, I want to shout out the review this week. So make sure to email hello at foottrafficformula.com to get a copy of my book. We'll send it to you for free. Um, Just as a thank you for leaving a review, you guys, that means so much to us when you do it. We are consistently in the top 30 of all of the marketing podcasts on iTunes, and it is because of the subscribers, the downloads, the listens, the reviews, all of that impacts us. I am so grateful that we are consistently that high up. I think this this week we were number 27. So that's huge, you guys. Okay. So this one was left by um, her name. It says girl stuff. So make sure when you email us, you can prove to us like this was your review. So she said, loved hearing actionable advice. Heard your interview on Glambition and loved your advice. Went over to find your podcast, Foot Traffic, and loved it. You have a new subscriber. Thank you so, so much. Please email Kara at hello at foottrafficformula.com, and we'll get a book over to you. So thank you. All right. Let's jump in if you're ready. So number one, my first piece of advice is always go back to the basics. Now, what's funny is I did not go to Funnel Hacking Live for me. I've actually heard about it for probably the last five years that I've been using the software. And I thought, that's okay. I'm good. I know how to do this. You know, sometimes I think, and I think we all think this, like 
I'm further along than this conference is going to be or this podcast is going to be. Um, I don't really, there's not much in it for me. Like I felt like I was too advanced. And I'm not saying this in like a cocky way. I'm saying that I've learned a lot over the last five years and I wasn't sure that this would be for me. I thought maybe this would be more for the newbie who hasn't purchased ClickFunnels yet. So I actually signed up because I wanted Kent, my husband, who had just retired, I wanted him to get involved in this space, right? <laughs> like drink the Kool-Aid a little bit of what is possible. You know, me telling him what's possible is not the best way to go about doing this when you're talking your team, your spouse, right? I needed him to be immersed in this world to really see the vision. So I wanted to find him a male that was in this space teaching, somebody that I thought he would resonate with. And just, you know, I couldn't be bringing him to an all-female conference and, and listening to a woman on stage the whole time, right? I really wanted him to see what was possible. So I really did this for him, which is funny because I was the typical person. They do this to me too. Like I'll have clients come and um, I have this high level program that's called my powerhouse mastermind. It's my highest level. And I'll get this woman and I'll tell her, I want her to go through foot traffic formula, which is um, like I would say my medium level course. And they'll think, but no, 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 I'm too advanced. I'm in your high level program. Why would I take your cheaper program? Right. But I always tell them my most successful clients start with the basics, right? They go in and they learn those basics. So just remembering how I thought I was too advanced for this conference. I'm not really there for me. And I have about 50 pages of notes, <laughs> right? It's crazy how all of a sudden you're going, oh, maybe I did need a little bit of this or that or whatever it is. Okay. And this happened to me last year. So this shouldn't be too big of a surprise for me specifically. But last year I went to a conference that I knew was going to be a newbie conference, but I really wanted to see this person speak live. She never does conferences. So I signed up thinking again, I'm not going there for content. I'm really just kind of going to see her to observe, you know, I always take in something and it was super basic, but sitting in there, listening to the basics, I walked out of that room and I said, I need to rebrand. It was literally the thing that sparked me creating foot traffic. I didn't know at the time it was foot traffic, but I knew I didn't niche down enough. And I realized listening to a topic like niche, which we hear all the time, right? Hearing it over and over and over, I realized, wow, I am missing something major. And it was the game changer for our brand this past year and our business. I mean, just literally our business is blowing up and it is because of us rebranding, but it is also because it's sparked by going back to the basics, right? So get out of the habit of thinking, I know this already. I've heard this. I've done this. I'm too advanced, right? You've got to stop saying that, okay? And I, I'm talking to you like you're doing it because you probably have done it or you will do it, right? We are so similar. I mean, just as a business owner in general, there are so many similarities that happen to us, right? I, I was just talking to my team today. Obviously, I'm recording this earlier than you're hearing it, but we're heading into a launch and I said, you know what? I know this is going to be an objection. I know these people. I'm like, I don't even know who they are yet, but I know what they're going to say. And I know what they're going to be hold, like they're held up on. I know what's going to stop them, but I don't even know them. Isn't that crazy? And it's because we are all so much alike, right? Okay. Number two, don't wait too long. 
So this is my point of this. Seeing where Russell is now, it's incredible. Like, I don't even know what, I think they're, I think, I don't even know. I can't even tell you how many hundreds of millions they're bringing in a year. I don't know, but it's insane. Like, it's literally insane what's, what he's doing. And um, I can't tell you how many times I think, I wish I would have known this 10 years ago, right? I wish I would have known about this world or these this opportunity or just any of this stuff, right? And yes, we always want our timeline to be sooner than, you know, it, it happened to you know, like lay out for us. But here's what really bugs me is I actually could have heard this sooner. And let me explain. So one of Russell's first mentors was Dan Kennedy. He talks about him a lot. And Dan Kennedy was actually my first coach that I ever had when I was 21. It was his mentor. So I actually knew about Dan Kennedy. And I even went as so far to buy or buy like this monthly subscription that came in the mail of these newsletters. And I was just too busy to open them. And I remember, I I think I eventually threw them away. I'm not even kidding. I think I had two years worth of these newsletters that came, that I paid for, that came to me every single month. And I just never took action and I never jumped into it because I got too busy, right? Other areas of importance, priorities, all of that good stuff. And um, I never attended a conference. I never, you know, did any of that stuff. And I'm bummed because when I hear him say, here's who I learned this from, or here's what I learned. And I realized, wow, I actually had the opportunity to have a similar story of when I got started, but I missed the boat, right? Now I didn't miss the boat. I just took the next one, (laughs) right? It's not like I completely missed it and there was no other opportunity. No, I just took a later one, which is kind of a bummer, but you have to see that there are opportunities in front of you all the time. And not everyone is for you, but some you will kick yourself, right? Five years from now, you're going to think, why didn't I do that? I should have done it, (laughs) right? So I really want you to look at each opportunity and ask yourself, is this the right opportunity at the right time? Now, if I would have just started to consume that content and then implement that content, I guarantee you my timeline would have looked differently, right? And it kills me, but don't let yourself get stuck in the past, right? I'm not sitting here every day being like, why didn't I open Dan Kennedy's stuff? No, I'm going, that, that's a bummer, right? That stinks. But now do whatever else I can do that I actually have control over. So many times people get stuck in reliving and rebringing up these things they wish they would have done. And it's just over. Forget about it and move on, right? So that, that's a big one. Okay, number three, this was huge for me, you guys. Probably the one that will make me the most money coming in, okay? So this this guy spoke on stage. He sells, he teaches you how to create gospel music. It was something so niche. I, I was like, wait, what do you do? How do you do this? And it was just crazy, but how successful he is, it's in, insane. But anyway, he said, sales start when a client becomes a member. Okay. So let me just peel back this a little bit. I thought really that when a person becomes a client, like they're done. Now let's go get more of those people. And he's saying, no, no, no. When they first pay you is the moment the sales really start. The more you throw in the upsells or other complimentary services or other things they need. Now, I am not talking about nickel and diming people because I actually hate that feeling. I know I don't want to be in something where you feel like, wait, she sold me on this, but now I need this thing. Now I need to go get that thing. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying maybe things that I didn't think to offer 
and I'm sending them other places and they know that that would have been a separate cost, but maybe bringing some of those things in-house to service our clients even better, but then increase those sales and increase the lifetime value of that customer. All right. So please know there's a big difference between nickel and diming, baiting and switching and all of that. Okay. And I can't tell you how many of our clients would buy more from us right now or the people we've turned down when they've asked us to provide certain services. Literally, my team is coming to me every month saying, okay, so here are the things people are asking for us that we don't currently have. It's crazy. We really need to utilize like what are the things that most of these people would actually purchase, okay? So this was gold and I will definitely learn from it and take action moving forward. We've already started to teach the team like just be aware of the things people are asking for. Where are we leaving money on the table where it wouldn't feel like we're nickel and diming, but they really feel grateful for the opportunity that they don't have to go find and hire somebody else to do this, right? This one was huge, you guys. Um, Number four. Every business needs a framework. So I currently have the foot traffic formula framework, right? And we're actually creating a new framework for something exciting we have coming that has to do with implementation. And it's going to be more of top of the funnel for us. Um, You'll probably see that in the next 90 days or so. I'm super excited. But my studio doesn't have a framework, okay? And I really didn't think it applied to something like my dance studio that is a brick and mortar. And he gave an example and he said, first of all, every business needs a framework. That's the only thing that separates you. You have to have a framework. And he said, let me give you an example of a dentist, right? Now, I this was off of memory, so I'm making this up, okay? And he clearly was making this up. He is not a dentist, okay? But he said, you know, the, the, the framework to having white teeth or the key to having white teeth, here's our, you know, you name the framework, right? So he's like, step one, you need to brush twice a day. Step two, don't eat foods that stain your teeth. You know, give it examples. Step three, get your teeth professionally whitened every six months. Step four, limit the coffee, soda, juice intake so that it doesn't stain and you can keep up the maintenance. And then let's say step five is make sure to come in for regular teeth cleaning and x-rays every blah, blah, blah. So what I like about this is it's not like the dentist is doing all of these things, but he's benefiting from step three and step five, right? He's like, go get your teeth whitened and then come in for teeth cleanings and x-rays, right? So you can see how you could sell something in those steps, but it doesn't have to be every step is you. This is so important and I cannot wait to create something for my studio. And I also believe this framework, don't just do something that every dentist is going to copy, right? Like with my studio, my studio is very different than my other competitors and I have to make sure my framework shows that. And then I'm going to say things that they probably don't even agree with, but that's great because I want it to be different. Okay. So this was a big one that I honestly didn't think really applied to me. And now I can see how it can be a game changer in really differentiating why me over somebody else. Okay. All right. We're on to number five already. Okay. So number five. Um, this was a presenter on, there's not really a topic. I just want to give you some takeaways from him, but, um, Tom Billalu, I hope I even say that right. Every time I say it, I think I (laughs) say something different. Um, he is the founder of Quest Bars. Okay. He's one of the creators. Uh, he has the most incredible story. I will not be able to do him justice. You guys, I would highly recommend checking him out on Instagram or, um, one of his videos. He does a lot of videos. He was amazing. Like one of my favorite speakers and I knew him before he had come on the stage, but Really fun to see him in person, but a couple things that he had said that I wrote down, I wanted you to hear. So number one, there's really nothing behind it but a sentence, but it was so good. He said, how do you feel about yourself when you are by yourself? And that I was like, whoa, 
right? I mean, think about that. How do you feel about yourself when you are by yourself? And this is, I think, going to be really helpful for us as we get caught up in what do other people think? What is their perception, right? What are they saying? And you can get really caught up in that. You know, just the other day, I was sitting here on a Sunday and I just felt like it was such a bad Sunday. Like I felt so unproductive. I was like binging TV. I didn't know what else to do. Like I literally felt lost, but it was a Sunday and I kept telling myself, but you're supposed to relax and recharge and you know, all the things that everybody else says. But then I'm sitting here going, how do you feel about yourself when you're by yourself? Meaning I'm, I'm sitting on the couch and I feel not good. Like it wasn't my perfect Sunday, right? And sometimes I get so caught up in what other people think I should be doing or how often they think I should be traveling or what kind of mom I am or what kind of business owner I am, right? And it's like, I just want to feel good about myself, right? I just want to feel good about what I'm doing and who I am and what kind of mom I'm being and what kind of business owner I'm being, what kind of wife I'm being, right? And that's all that really matters. So that is a hard one to really own every day, but it is a great reminder, right? And to not get caught up in the opinions of everybody else. Okay, next thing he said, this was huge. So he talked about systems, right? I'm a systems girl. You hear me say that a lot. The way that he described this, this was so good. So he said, you know, everything you do is a system, right? Like who we are, our body is a system. And he said, some systems are not resilient. So for instance, your immune system, you actually want to get sick as a child so that you're building up your immune system and it gets stronger and you become more resilient to fight off disease in the future, right? So some systems improve the more they're tested. It's like, okay, let's just think about that for a minute, okay? So Take that in and apply that to every aspect of your life and your business. When you say things like, this isn't working, I've been doing this for so long, you know, like maybe I'm not cut out for this, maybe I'm not meant to do this, you are being tested. You are getting stronger, right? Or possibly quitting, right? You've got those options here. And you will be ready for the next challenge that comes your way, right? The more you test, the more you fight, the more you fill in the blank, this is where I get nervous when people say like, well, the universe is telling me this. Is it telling you that or is it testing you, right? So I get very <laughs> nervous when people talk that way, when they say things like, I think the universe is saying this. I think people start to believe what they want to believe and they start to make excuses like, oh, the universe is just saying it. I'm not, it's not meant to be, right? Sometimes you have to keep fighting for what you want and literally you are being challenged and you are being tested. And I think it's a cop-out to say, oh, this is just what was in the cards for me. You have more control over some things in your life than you realize, right? And you need to keep going. You need to keep going to plan B and plan C and plan D. And you just need to figure this out, right? And I, I love that he was saying, look at your immune system. It's not that you don't get sick. It's like you are getting sick to get stronger. You are moving forward and, of course, making mistakes in your business but you are learning from that experience and it's normal. It's okay. You need to do it. So many times people stop when they don't get the results they want because they believe it just isn't working or it's not meant for them or they aren't cut out for this. But I promise we all fail. You just need to keep doing and moving forward. And, and here's the thing. If you're struggling, if you're like, I, I'm just not that good at taking those next steps or I'm just not that I, I get stuck. You, you might be struggling more so with accountability of you're just not taking action and doing it, 
And if you are struggling with accountability, when January, let me look this up, 15th, I recorded a podcast that's seven ways to improve your accountability. Because sometimes it's not that you don't know, it's just you're, the, you're, you're your own boss and you decide if you continue working today or not, right? I really want you to get good at moving forward and taking the next necessary action, okay? Now, I could go on and on. Like this was an incredible conference. It was four days jam-packed. And if you are in Foot Traffic Formula, I'm going to be sharing in depth what funnels or things I'm actually going to be taking away from this or tweaking because, right, some I have some funnels that I maybe just want to add some things to. So make sure if you're one of our students, get in those live trainings. I'm going to be doing this very, very soon. I want you to see those and we'll throw some things in our membership portal, the things that we're going to be doing specifically. But if you're not in the program and you're interested in learning more about our coaching program, just DM us or shoot us an email. Hello at foottrafficformula.com. My team will help. Um, Otherwise, the next best step I would say is get signed up for our free workshop, which is the framework. So you still learn all the aspects and you can implement it on your own. And you can go to stacytushel.com slash workshop. We have one coming up at the end of the month, I believe. Okay. So couple exciting things that are coming up in the podcast that I'm so excited for. So first of all, really, we've kind of dove in headfirst and talked to you guys. What do you want? What do, what do you want to hear more about? We're talking finances coming up. We're talking business and personal finances, which I'm excited about. We've never, ever talked about personal finances before, paying yourself in your business, all that good stuff. I'm releasing an episode coming up soon about knowing if your business is ready to scale. Everybody's talking about scaling your business, but newsflash, you do not scale something that's not working. So we're going to first discover when you got these kind of main bullet points of these are the milestones you're trying to hit. And when you hit them, then you're going to scale. That's coming up. We have some incredible interviews, you guys. Oh my goodness. Some of the people I actually didn't even know that well. Um, So I'm excited to introduce some new people to you. Of course, I've got some friends coming back. Um, We're going to be chatting with some people that we're talking franchising. We're talking Facebook ads, vision boards, balance. And then this is like the biggest news ever. I just found out today that a potential guest has just committed. And a little backstory for you. I just hired on a new podcast producer, I think in this, like right around Christmas, I want to say. Um, her name is Julie, and she pitched me with some people. And she pitched me with this person, and I said, okay, I totally get it, Julie. This is great. I love this person too, but I kind of showed her, here's where I am, and here's where that person is, and they're never going to come on our show. And then I realized, wow, I just started off our business relationship getting her a lower level mindset to match me. I'm like, you know what? No. I said to her, if you want to pitch this person, you go for it. Like, don't let me hold you back. Like, that was just crazy that I even said that, right? Talk about like being a leader and training these people to do what what you're really shooting for. And then you're like shooting them down, right? So what's crazy is today she came onto our team meeting and she was like, by the way, I just booked that person which I can't even tell, like, it's such a big name, you guys. I can't even tell you who it is. And I'm not going to until I've recorded that episode. And I know that it's not falling through. But just hear me out when I say, let your team dream big and don't like smash their dreams to get back on your level, right? I have just had, my team has been so incredible and they are shooting for such big goals. And I just have to get out of their way. And every time I do, they just crush it. And I'm not kidding, you guys, this episode, I am going to be so starstruck even like interviewing this person. I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, And I will tell you who it is as soon as I record it. So I know that it's actually happening and we have more control over the release date and all of that. 
But you guys, like, wait till you, like, I'm so excited for Julie to be here now because she's going to take this podcast to a whole nother level with the people she's going to bring on. So I'm not stuck in my mindset of like, oh, why would they come on my show? I'm not good enough. Who am I? They're way bigger than me. They're way more experienced than me. I do the same thing you guys do, right? Like, we're all at a certain level and we all believe we're lower than we probably really are. And we're, we've all got these mindset things. So, I just, I cannot wait to show you what is to come in 2020 for foot traffic. Stick around. You are not going to be disappointed, you guys. Um, I just, I cannot wait to show you what's to come. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please leave us a review if you have not already. It means the world to me. And maybe next time you will be getting a free book in the mail that we'll be sending to you guys as well. All right, guys, talk to you soon. And that's it for another episode of Foot Traffic. If you're looking for more actionable advice and step-by-step resources for getting more people in the door, head over to foottrafficpodcast.com. It's time we take your business to the next level. 